0: Now let's talk about networking and the cover letter process again the networking and cover letter assistance we provide is in addition to the 12 hours we allocate which is what people are you know securing through this relationship and it's purely at our discretion if we have the time and if we feel the clients are benefiting and are good students right now I'll tell you right now, most people don't know what networking is. And I read stuff on LinkedIn, and I read stuff everywhere about what networking is, and it is a horrible advice that you get. Networking has one objective only. Networking exists to make you likable. It's not there to get someone to submit your resume. And I've seen people who will go into a meeting and they'll ask for help. As soon as you ask for anything... You've lost all leverage in a relationship because you owe that person. You need to go into a networking relationship and impress them so much and make them like you so much that they offer to help you. If you have to ask, if you have to ask someone for help, you've basically not networked. You've lost all leverage and you haven't actually convinced them that they should help you because anything in life, people must want to help you. If people want to help you, it becomes their decision to help you. If it's their decision to help you, they are more inclined to do it. If you've got to ask them to do it, the relationship devolves to a position whereby... The person you had coffee with is then afraid for the follow-up email where you're going to submit your resume. They're then afraid to maintain contact with you because what if you ask them to forward it to the recruiter? It becomes a relationship whereby you're a little annoying dog who's keep on chasing around a car, right? So what you need to do in networking is that the strategy for networking is to create the impression that you have multiple options and that you are going to apply. You are confident you'll get an interview, but you're simply going through the networking process, to learn more about the firm, obviously your ulterior motive is that you hope to impress them so much and make them like you so much that they volunteer to help you. And here's the secret, people like helping successful people. If you go into a networking call and you tell them, look, you've got to help me, I've got no other ways of getting an interview, it usually doesn't work because no one wants to be associated with someone who's not successful. If you create the impression that you have many options, obviously don't lie. You know, that's a major breach of our ethical code. But if you create the impression that you are successful, you have many options, um, you know what is happening, and you have a strategy to get there, people are impressed with that. People want to work with winners. And if they see you're successful, they want to be the person that brings you into the organization. Remember, the most important role of a partner at a consulting firm is to find talented people. right? That's our number one role. That's what we spend most of our time doing. So if you're networking with a partner and you look like you've got your you know, ducks in a row, they will help you. Now, the question is, why don't many candidates do this? Why don't they go through the strategy of networking? Because they are lazy. For many candidates, it is far easier to go into a networking call and ask for help and get shot down or get some mediocre help than to build up their repertoire or knowledge of management consulting, the latest issues and be able to hold a you know, mature discussion and impress an interview. That's much harder to do. But just going in and asking for help is a lazy approach that's really going to give you results. Building up the skills to have a mature discussion is harder to do, but obviously it sets you up for a much more sustainable relationship with the person with whom you're networking. And I always tell people, you don't want anything from that networking call. You go in, you give your best impression or your best image you present your best image and if you did that right the person should offer to help you if the person did not offer to help you two things either they just don't help people or you did a bad job right or you did a good job and they just don't like you maybe there's a third option here as well but it doesn't mean you beg the person for help because if the person wasn't going to offer to help you in the first place it doesn't mean they're going to offer to help you when you ask for it so logically you want to get the person to offer to help you right that is where everything hits the road so you know going in there and begging for help you're going to ultimately fail, and you never want to go down that path, right? So networking, I don't want to divulge all of the networking strategies. We use too much of them. Um, it's a pretty long list in terms of the approach we use and the strategy to follow. And there's a whole lot of guidelines we have for the way you write to people, the kind of emails you send them, when you respond, how you respond, the way you structure your emails, how you manage the call, what do you ask them in the call, the tone you use, and so on. But I can assure you it's very counterintuitive from everything else you read about networking because most most people who write about networking don't really understand networking they are very transactional oriented they want to achieve things they'll pretend that they don't want to achieve things and they'll give it some fancy name but at the end of the day they are trying to get things from you and no one wants to go into a discussion where they know that at some point that nice looking dinner is gonna devolve into a very uncomfortable discussion because the person who paid for the dinner is going to ask something of you. You're kind of spoiling the whole event eventually, right? So networking is a very core part of what we do. We generally, well, and I wouldn't say generally, we insist that our clients network with partners only because, well, Firms Consulting is a firm of partners. We understand partners have the power and we encourage people to network with partners. Now, the cover letter is not difficult to do. If you've built your resume well, You've done your networking well, you are going to get the information required to populate your cover letter. Basically, your resume tells you what you have to offer. Through the networking calls, you will understand what may be missing or where the red flags are, and you address that in your cover letter. Your cover letter does two things it must reinforce your strong points, and it must directly address the concerns a firm may have about your profile and those could be anything so there's no point giving you a generic cover letter it could be anything the one thing i would advise is that we have a very dense style of writing cover letters people write very generic cover letters they write cover letters to fill up space when we write a cover letter again it's about 10-15 times of editing that we will expect you to go through every sentence must have a strategic reason for being there it mustn't just be there to fill space because you felt like saying it you want to talk about an initiative you want to bring in a lot of detail you want to have a cover letter that when someone reads it they must understand who you are as a person and they must feel wow in reading this resume i had some concerns but the cover letter seems to you know address this quite clearly so because the cover letter addresses these things quite well let's bring in this person to see if they are exactly who they say they are in the resume and the cover letter and that needs to be your strategy right so you can see how everything comes together resumes linked leads to LinkedIn LinkedIn leads to good networking Uh, and good networking helps you build out your cover letter and from your cover letter you then obviously then can submit an application with resume and cover letter but rather than just dropping an application into the abyss of the online system you're able to submit an application with some senior people in our case almost always partners who are expecting your application and before you think this is a bad strategy we've had people will submit an application the recruiter will reject them And because they've networked with a partner who encouraged them to submit the application, they'll reach out to the partner and say, hey, you know what, I submitted an application. I was rejected, which I'm fine with, but, um, you know, I if you could give me some feedback, that would be great. Otherwise, I'm more than happy to respect the firm's decision. And I know of at least seven cases with our clients where the partner would have stepped in and said, you know what, you were rejected, but I think you have a pretty good profile, so we're going to put you back into the process. I remember we actually had a candidate once contact, Dominic Barton, not to be put back into the process to network earlier uh, for that particular office because he wanted a good referral and he couldn't get the interview, but I felt he had a very good profile. It's just that such a unique profile, you had to speak to this client to understand his strength. so that led to an interview, we had another time where a client interviewed with you know, the uh, McKinsey managing director for um, Greater Asia and got into the in- interview process, same for Europe and so on, the point is, networking, you got to network with people who have influence, And you have to network with people who have a greater propensity to want to help you. Now, I have no problem networking with junior people. But firstly, junior people tend to not understand management consulting. I'll be quite honest. They're still enamored with the fact that management consulting is all about analysis. And they think that, oh, let's look at GPA. Let's look at GMAT score. Uh, You fit the profile. Let's bring you in. They're too worried about their own own credibility. So they're not mature enough to realize that recommending someone who may be different is not a reflection on them. A partner doesn't care. You know, I'm a partner, I don't care what you think of me, so I'll refer who I think deserves to be there, and if you don't make it, you don't make it. That's the nature of the game. With junior people, they tend to only want to recommend people that make them look good. They only want to help their friends, so I think it's much more difficult to get a junior person to help you. Especially if you went to a unknown school, I would think, and I use unknown school in inverted commas, let's say a lesser known school, You write to some of the junior consultants. I mean, junior, I mean, I'm actually saying engagement managers and below. They're all, in my opinion, junior, right, or relatively junior. They tend to be more interested in bringing in people that went to the right schools and I think being more dismissive of people who went to the less popular schools for management consulting so that's the other reason why you don't want to work with two junior candidates and the third one is that well obviously junior people have less influence you know there was a time when a consultant could refer you in for an interview and you would guarantee you'd be guaranteed a place for an interview it doesn't work that anyway it doesn't work that way anymore if a a consultant now refers you the recruiter has a right to reject the interview so that what is this telling you well it's telling you that McKinsey is created enti- and BCG has created an entire vetting structure around the referrals that are coming out of junior consultants, right? And even in some cases, the recruiter can step in and, I would say, challenge the partner's referral, but, but I th- think it's still the case whereby a partner referral is going to guarantee an interview, especially if it's a formal referral, right? so take time to network very well you want to build a relationship with a partner and a relationship takes time to be built we've had situations where someone goes in for one coffee chat they think it didn't go well they're even unwilling to send a thank you note because they say the person didn't want to refer me well if you do that then you went in with the attitude of getting a referral and I don't blame the partner for not wanting to refer you you need to go in not expecting anything but sincerely wanting to learn about the firm and demonstrating your knowledge if you do that well You can build a relationship with the partner and I can assure you they will want to refer you in time. Beyond that, I would say be very careful of who you network with and how you judge them. A lot of people confuse like with interest. or What else word like with interest? I would say um, they confuse friendliness with interest. Just because someone is friendly with you doesn't mean they like you. Just because someone is not friendly with you doesn't mean they dislike you. And it's the most biggest problem. A candidate will come from a networking call and ask them how it went. They'll say, oh, this person was so nice. They were so good to me. I think I built a good relationship. And then they'll tell me, this person was pretty tough with me. I don't think they liked me. But I'll point out to them very quickly. Look, just because the person was tough on you doesn't mean they disliked you. They could have liked you, but they could have been testing you. That could have been their style. So don't ignore this person. You continue building a relationship. Don't ask for anything. Build a relationship because you don't know where it will go. You don't know who will help you. And many of our clients are surprised because the people that I tell them will actually help them are the people they thought would never help them. And that's the reality, right? Do not buy into the facade people generate for you. They're doing it for your benefit. They, sometimes people are friendly to you because they don't want to tell you no on your face. They want you to think you're going to get something. So later when you don't get it, they can always say, well, I did my best. I'm sorry, it didn't work out. So you need to be very, very careful of that. Beyond that, enjoy networking. We have a lot of material on our website in terms of how to do networking, tons of material. So you know, even if you um, don't join our program, you can still use that material to understand networking and cover letters.